Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Isn't it great what God's done in here this morning? That's what I'm talking about. 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 All right, last week when we talked about changed, remember this, changed lives change lives. So we're going to talk about friendship this morning. I want to go back and give you this quote one more time. And then we're going to dig into a couple scriptures. And I want to show you from God's word how you can identify your friends. Are you ready? It's better to hang out with people better than you. Pick out associates whose behavior is better than yours, and you'll drift in that direction. Again, let me just tag this. When those Afghanistan soldiers and the general saw those 12 who were persistent on getting the job done, they influenced that entire team. Those 12 men influenced that army, those soldiers. Hello? Always pick associates whose behavior is better than yours. Next, this is just a review. Takes 20 years to build a reputation, five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. Here is the main verse that we've been looking at. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Old life is gone. A new life has begun. So we're under construction. Everybody in the care center, the body of Christ, we are under construction. So this morning, I want to focus in on can you and I identify our friends? Please don't do a roll call in your mind about all the individuals who are your friends. I promise you before the Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ, you are going to find out if you get to live long enough, they were not all your friends. They were called associates, but not friends. Are we ready? Here we go. Matthew chapter 12, verse 33. Make a tree good and its fruit will be good. Make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Let me switch that out, okay? May I please? Make a person good and their fruit will be good. Make a person bad and their fruit will be bad. Character matters. If you don't believe me, ask Michigan State right now. I did for one of my projects at Southeastern University all of the improprieties that are going on in sexual relationships at the university level. Many of you, if you're into ESPN at all, Michigan State is on the bubble right now because of all the things that are going on. But guess what? Those kids didn't start that when they got to college. They were doing it at middle school and high school. Character matters. Development of character is essential. We want individuals that have bad fruit to come in so they can produce good fruit when they get good character. 1 Corinthians 15.33. Here's going to be your first remembrance that I want you to hold on to in regards to friends. 
Are you ready? Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Number one, you might want to write this down as you look at all your friends. A friend will not deceive you. Can you imagine being a part of that company of 12 and someone in that company when you're out there dealing with all of that adversary and all of that war um, technology? Can you imagine one of the 12 deceiving one of their comrades? A friend will not deceive. I love the process of elimination. I like subtraction more than addition. Hello? Especially when you're on the front line. I want to make sure I'm subtracting everything that doesn't need to be with me on the front line. (laughs) I would rather go down by myself than to have other people with me and they're going down because of false leadership on my part. Because I deceive them. So, feed me back. Will you some information? I want you to remember, number one, what? A friend will not. That's exactly right. So, young people on the campus, in your uh, group of friends and all of that, if you're hanging out with people that deceive and lie and they go, oh, I was only kidding, you might want to make a note of that. You might want to make a note of that. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Another translation says good character. Number two. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love in honor, giving preference to one another. Number two, about a friend. Are you ready? A friend will always give preference. They won't butt in line. They won't one-up you, a friend. Now, I know that in our friend circles, we have a lot of fun and all that, but we will always, a true friend will always give you preference. That was scripture, ladies and gentlemen, young people. That is scripture, that you give preference, that you give preference. I had to listen to a TED talk the other day, and the subject by a general was this. Listen, learn, and lead. Listen, learn, and lead. And in it, he talks about, it was only like 10 minutes, he talks about you will never, as a Green Beret or a Navy SEAL, you will never leave a comrade on the battlefield. You will always bring them back. How many people out there need to come off that battlefield and be brought into a care center? Hello? Do I have any Green Berets in here spiritually? Okay, I'm just seeing if I can wet your whistle a little bit. So once again, let's do this, young people. I want you to take your list in your mind, your Rolodex, and all of that stuff you have on Facebook and Instagram and all that other stuff, Snapchat, and look through and ask yourself two questions. Have they ever deceived me? And do they ever give me preference? And if they do not give you preference, as in honor, and they deceive you, you might want to work on subtraction. Good preaching this morning, Pastor. Very basic, right down in the trenches. <laughs> By the way, preference is a sign of honor. It's in the scripture. In honor, giving preference to one another. When you prefer someone over you, you are honoring that person. That's a sign of a friend. 
If you really are on the front line, if you really were, you really should watch the movie. But again, I apologize. The language is, oof. But I can understand war, okay? The limited knowledge I have about it. But not one time did those men ever deceive each other. Not one time did they ever go, no way, man. I'll take the lead. Let me be the one to get the limelight. No, not at all. It was 12 men working together. Hello? Uh, That's what makes a great care center. When everybody in the care centers working together for the benefit of those that have been injured out on the front line and we bring them in so they can be rehabbed. Hello? That's what friends do. That's what Jesus did for you and I. Hello? Okay. How many are getting anything out of this this morning? All right, here we go. Here's number three. Colossians 3, 12 to 14. Let me break into this passage of Scripture and we'll talk about it. Therefore, as the elective God, that means you've been chosen. That means you have value. Boy, do you realize that everybody in this room has value? It's not our name. It's not our clothes. It's not our account. It's your creator who has created you in his image. You have value. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another. That'll work in marriage. Forgiving one another. That'll work on school campus. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Hmm. But above all, these things put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Here's the third one. A true friend walks in the bond of love. And that passage tells you what love is. It's amazing how many times I can hear across the campus, hey, I love you, I love you. Not to me, to other friends. Okay? Hey, I love you, I love you. But then I watch their actions and they don't match their words. Hello? What is love? Well, it's mercy, it's kindness, it's humility, it's meekness, it's long-suffering, it's putting up with, it's forgiving. That's love. So check your list again. Check your list again. One of the sneakiest things that ever happened to Jesus was in the garden. It is a Middle East um, tradition. Judas walked up and smacked a little kiss on Jesus. Mm. How many times have you been kissed and then ditched? Either in a relationship or as in a friendship kind of thing. And man, you thought, man, we were really tight. Man, we're bro. Man, we're right there. And then all of a sudden, you can hear the coins. Hello? Church, young people, are you listening? A friend walks in the bond of love. Phew. Love is more than a word, ladies and gentlemen. Young people. And, and, and listen, can I talk to the kids for a second? And to our teenagers. See, I didn't call teenagers kids. Boy, that'll really get you in trouble. Guys know that girls want to be told, I love you. Man, they'll tell you that all day long. They got one thing on their mind, and it ain't you. It's true. I mean, they'll tell you, I love you, baby. You are, mm, you do, oh, yeah, you got, oh, yeah. Man, they ain't thinking about that. They're thinking about that. <clears throat> <sighs> Do 
And you won't know what that was until they've abused that. And then you go, oh, I do remember what that bald-headed pastor was talking about now. And then we have to come out and rescue you, put you on a cot, and usher you back into the care center. I'm thinking about 12 Strong when one of the men got seriously injured. But, man, they didn't leave him. They went after him, got him taken care of. Not one lost their life. And that should be our theme. Not one shall lose their life who's in my sphere of influence. Come on, church. Let's do one more. Wow, we're close to the end anyway. Then we're going to have some, uh, I, I think, some cool moments. So let's talk about friendship. First Samuel chapter 18, verses 1 to 3. This is about Jonathan and, yes, David. Now, when he had finished speaking to Saul, that would be King Saul, the soul of Jonathan, whoa, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Saul took him that day and would not let him go home to his father's house anymore. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. A true friend honors a covenant of friendship. And I've got probably, when I talk about this type of message, I probably have on my list maybe five that have been with me the entire journey. And that's, that's quite a few years. It's down inside five. Hello? Covenant. They are knitted to you and you to them. Jonathan loved David so much that daddy wasn't going to interfere. Hello? Until the, I can't preach that message right now, but you know what happened to Jonathan. His father committed suicide, yes, on the battlefield, and Jonathan lost his life because of his dad. But Jonathan loved David. Let me clarify something, and it wasn't homosexual. I've been in a lot of seminaries, work. I've done a lot of uh, uh, referencing. I've done a lot of things with uh, various church gatherings and all of that. And there's a thing out there where they were probably homosexuals. No, they were not. They were knitted together as brothers. They were inseparable. They were knitted at the soul level, and they were in covenant If one was in need, so was the other. And he would take care of that need so that they would be balanced and equal. I would like to be able to say to the young people this morning as we move to, I'm glad I said that because the enemy is so wicked. That's the very passage I use to let everybody know that God approves of homosexuality. You might want to read your Bible again. I'm a frontline warrior. I'm not a soldier. I don't play up here. I live right here. Hello, church. Hello. And I'm not going home until the father says, I'm talking about the show, 12 Strong. I won't be going home until the father rings the bell, and then I'm going home. And I hope that there will be a legacy of people who have been transformed from being a soldier to a warrior on the front line so that we can continue to go out and help those who need to come off the battlefield and get into a care center. We're talking about friendship this morning. So let's go back over those real quick, and I'm not going to go back over the teaching part. Listen real close. How do I identify my friends, Pastor? Well, a friend will not deceive you. They will always give you preference. They will walk in a bond of love, and they will always be covenant-based. 
covenant-based. Covenant-based. So let me close with a couple quotes here real quick. And then I'm going to try to do something uh, with my phone. Because you know what? I just don't quit. You know, you update your phone, and if you don't have the right thing, you can't use it when you want to use it. Uh Uh-huh. I'll figure out a way to use it. Hello? How, how, where did you get that? From my friends. I got it from my friends. My friends taught me, well, if that one doesn't work, try this. If that doesn't work, try this. But whatever you do, don't quit. I'm sitting in the conference room the other day, and I'm a freak about taking notes. And this mother said an incredible statement. And I asked her, pause. I said, pause for just a moment so I can get my phone and write this down. Listen to what she said in a very important meeting. You ready? If you want to accomplish something, you can't be a quitter. True friends will not let you quit. This has all been about rock-solid people. They just will not, they won't quit. They won't give up on you. And you don't give up on them. And if they're in the battle, you're in there with them. And you work your way through to come out to the other side. So let me give you a quote from last, early yesterday afternoon. I did it in the theater. But I got a cover so that it wouldn't blind anybody's eyes. I mean, when you're bullheaded, that's one thing, right? That's, that causes blindness. Hello, come on, church. I'm playing right there. So the screen helped me to get this because I wanted this. Are you, are you here this morning? You want to get information that is right from the right people who will never be friend, never devalue the friendship. Hello? That would be a pastor who's really called of God. I'm trying to give you information. Listen to this real close. There comes a time when we must decide who are we and what are we meant to be. Whew. That'll transform your thinking. Let me read it again. There comes a time when we must decide who we are and who we are meant to be. You were meant to be a friend of God. That's a great song. And he has proven that he wants to be your friend. Nobody else will die for you. The Bible says, barely will the righteous. But Jesus died because he wants to be your friend. And he wants to show you how to develop friendships. I have many that I associate with, but they're not on that list. They're on this list. Hello? I'm not desperate. Neither are you. Warriors are never desperate. Hello? (laughs) I still see the captain. I would love to be able to meet him. Man, he jumped on that horse. A horse? Since 2000, ladies and gentlemen, he was on a horse and he took the lead. It was like, Lord Jesus. And he went right into the battle. Wow, I could follow that. Come on now. So as we close, I I trust you've been challenged. Let me give you several quotes. And I'm really thinking with what's going on at Louisville and Michigan State, and there's another Big Ten school, but the other ones just haven't been exposed yet. Let me give the young people a little word from my dad. It's a scripture verse. Be sure your sins will find you out. Where are the young people? My dad used to say that to me all the time, and boy, I used to like blow smoke at him. 
Man, don't come up against God's word. God's word is undefeated. Has never lost. Let me give that verse to you again. You can Google and find out where that reference is in the scriptures. Be sure your sins will find you out. You can't hide. Those friends that you think are friends, they're going to be in the default column when the battle rages in your life. But your true friends are going to come through for you. Here's several quotes. Wishing to be friends is quick work, but friendship is a slow, ripening fruit. Aristotle. Huh. Ties right in with that scripture earlier. Hold hold on. Friendship is born at the moment when one person says to another, What? You too? I thought I was the only one. C.S. Lewis, who was a atheist who God transformed. Let me read that one again. Friendship is born at the moment when one person says to another, What? You have a drug problem? You too? I, I put that in there. Oh, you, you have a tendency to want to sleep around? You too? I thought I was the only one. I, I put those examples in there. Two last quotes. My best friend is the one who brings out the best in me. Man, I didn't like the message this morning. All I'm trying to do is to help you to understand we're in a care center, but there are bleeding, broken people out there that need us to go to the front line. Saddle up. Let's ride this week. And let's go out as warriors. Oh, and boy, they weren't loud and mouthy either. Now, the Taliban was, and they still are. And the Afghanistan soldiers were, but those 12 American men, whoo, baby. They weren't loud. They were just warriors. Hello? (laughs) I hope something's resonating. Here's the biggest one. Can I give this to the young people, adults? Can I see a little nod? Like, yeah, give this to them. I wish I could say it was mine. It wasn't. Thank you. Someone just said, bring it on. Here it is. Ready? Honesty is a very expensive gift. Don't expect it. From cheap people. That's the whole message right there. There's the whole message right there. And God is inviting us into a new level of friendship in His kingdom. Don't be bashful. He's your friend, He's your elder brother. Talk with Him every day. Let him know all about it. He already knows he's made the way out, made the way through. He is your shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not what? You know Psalm 23. He is your friend right now. And he wants a friendship relationship. And then he wants to give you the skill sets. As Almond Gunner likes to say, most young people are not being developed with coping skills. He wants to give you skills so you can differentiate between what a friend is and what an associate is. There's a huge gap. There's a huge gap between a friend and the list of associates. And, And listen, when someone walks up and says, man, I got your back. Start looking for the proof. Start looking for the proof when they say, man, I got your back. Just look for the proof. The 11 men didn't lead. The captain led. 
and he had to fight like heck. Aha, protected you. He fought like heck to be able to get that opportunity to lead those men. God is wanting for you to be friends with him so he can lead you to those who have no friends. They are in need of your friendship this morning. But now let's step inside. Let's step inside the covenant called marriage. The most important thing, how many are married in here? Oh. The most important thing is to have a friendship relationship. Not marrying someone because they have what you need. I'm talking finances. (laughs) Not going out with someone because that boy every other girl wants and I got him. Not that. We're talking about a friendship marriage. A friendship relationship. Lovers come and go. Friends are forever. Come on, church. I'm there. One of the last things that a group of people did for Robin and I when we were coming out of Carolina, they put on Michael W. Smith, and I'm going to say because of the time moment. They They put on the song, Friends Are Friends Forever. You can Google it and listen to it. And they played that for us to let us know you will always be in our thoughts and prayers. You will always be friends with us. But the Lord took me back this morning, and I won't play it because it didn't work out. There was a group out of Chicago, and I can't remember the exact name. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Back in the day. Sorry, y'all. Young people going, what the heck is that? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Anybody remember? Oh, yeah, there's still a few people around. Welcome to the jungle. It is a jungle out there. It's a jungle out there. But this is a care center. Well, there was a young man by the name of Bailey, Philip Bailey, who came out of that. God redeemed him, came out of that. Man, you need to Google this one. And Robin and I had this as our theme song when we met in covenant at the altar. Bradley probably remembers. He was around. And it's called Make Us One. I was going to use that this morning too. Because I see so many couples that they're, they're divided. They're fighting each other. And the kids are paying for it. Hello? So Google, if you will, please. That'll be your homework for the day. I knew he was an educator. Google Michael W. Smith's song, Friends Are Friends Forever. And listen to it. It is a great song. And then for those of you who are married, listen to Philip Bailey sing, Make Us One with One Another. That's a great song. He's got a great voice. And and listen to it. It's been the theme of Robin's life with me and my life with Robin, that God would make us one and that we would always be friends. And I want to help out all of our young people. Sorry for the popular propaganda. The bedroom may not always be hot. But your friendship can be. Oh, he's really meddling now. There's more to a relationship than the bedroom. Or as kids would say, the motel or the back seat or over in the locker room. Adults, you okay right now? I've seen all that stuff. Or put a little rock in the cafeteria door and come back later in the afternoon. 
Because there's nobody there but the rock. So you remain. What? That's what's going on on the, on the field. I'm not a soldier. I'm a warrior. But girls, remember, young ladies, their mind isn't on you. It's on that moment of getting from you. Next. Michigan State in Chiefland. Next. How many have been fed this morning? Yes? Like, yes? I just want you and this care center to befriend him and befriend each other as God brings you into a closer relationship. And then above all, let's go out as friends of the king and let's go out and help those that are wounded in battle. Okay? And like the Afghanistan general said, I believe he said it this way. He said, today we are friends. Tomorrow we may be enemies. But that didn't move the captain or his other 11. It was like, we got this job. We're going to get this job done. Hello? Why'd you say that? Because when you, I'm trying to help. When you guys go out there, they're going to go, oh, yeah, come on. Now I need a friend. And then after you've done what you can for them, they may turn on you. Don't stop being a friend to those that are in need. Have you got this this morning? Have you got it? Don't pull back. Man, that person took advantage of me. Man, they, oh my God, I'm never going to do it again. Man, just say, thank you, Father. Here, let's go again, baby. Here, let me break. No, I'm not going to. I was going to. When the enemy comes hard against you and he attacks your finances, just give a little extra. Just go. Hello? 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 Can I be real with you for a moment? You all right? Can I, can I tell you what I'm talking about? So we... I'll do this real quick. We had a counseling thing in here on Thursday. A gentleman with a marine hat shows up out at the front. Big, tall guy. Probably 6'5". Okay, 6'8", because I'm sure. And I said to myself inside, go away. Go away. Hello? Hello? The warrior is busy right now. Go away. Well, guess what? He did. Yay! Guess what happened? He came back. And I went to the door. He said, are you a pastor? And I kind of messed around. I said, I think so, maybe. Just kind of messing around. And I said, are you a former Marine? And he jumped on that. And he told me, he said, once a Marine, always a Marine. Semper Fidelis. And then he told me his story, and it's a legit story. But we're so skeptical. That's why we don't want to be friends. And he laid that all out. And I said, hey, listen, when we finish up, we'll do some things. Boom, boom, boom. And so we did. And I said, go ahead and go where you need to go. My wife and I will go over here and, and get some cash for you. You can't outgive God. You cannot outgive God. You cannot outgive God. So we came back and I rolled it up and I just handed it to him. And, and he made some comments about, you know, this is legit. See, I've been around a lot of churches and having served in the 
military, etc., etc. And I find a lot of pastors that are really not pastors. We're supposed to be shepherds. Well, that was Thursday. Friday night, somebody had a good idea. You know, I get sick and tired of Coach Weber. He's such a butt. I can't stand him. He's a jerk. He's probably one of the worst teachers, coaches, administrators Levy County has ever had. Man, I can't stand him. He drives me nuts. So during the game, an individual went out because I've had that truck since 1994. Please don't come and ask for any other information because I will withhold. Went out to the little Ford Ranger and he sliced the tire. Sliced it. And the enemy who will meet you on the front line said, so much for what you gave to that military guy. Now you're going to be this much in the hole. I'm not done. I, this warrior's almost done. I'll get out of your way. But I hope you're ready to play this week at a higher level. So yesterday I'm going through the school and doing some work. And I look out and there's Josh Watson with a bunch of our kids. And they're out there painting. Restriping things. And I don't know why, but the Holy Spirit just overwhelmed me. And I went over to Josh. I said, hey, what time are they going to be done? He said, ah, about 1130. I said, when you really surrender, you say things like, why did I say that? And I said, um, when they're done, let them go to ABC Pizza. And we'll take care of everything. So I'm going to be out of town a little while, come back in. I plan on destroying the strongholds of the enemy. So we just, we just went ahead and took care of it when we got back in. And, and then I said, I said, sound like Peter, right? We're done. I said, um, inside, of course. Well, I'm going to take that receipt and I'll turn it in. And the Holy Spirit said, no, you won't. <laughs> what? You told me I can What? He is the captain. I'm just one of the warriors on his team. All right, so the enemies tried to beat my tail this past week, but guess what? Thanks be unto God who giveth us the victory. You are champions and friends of God. Let's pray together. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.